It's the Jack and Kathy Show. Ship Show. And there we go. Yeah, okay, that, I think I think it. Yeah. Okay. It's more about you. Do you want to talk? We can look. Hey, it's our fucking show. We can Joe Rogan this shit. <laughs> we can. Do, do you want to talk about relationships too? Well, yeah, wherever you guys want to take it. Oh, I'm fine with let's it. go. I got so nothing but time. Good, Are you doing on, you, you, have to, you okay on time? Going? I got plenty of time. Oh, I got nothing going oh, on. Okay. All right, well, go. So here's one of the things that we've enjoyed asking. We've had some single friends on, and we've asked for what characteristics they're looking oh, for in yeah. a partner. I'd love this. One. You guys are so, definitely sitting on some questions for sure. Well, they kind of well, come into my yeah. head. As, I gotcha. As, I, I, we just let things know, flow, man. I mean, I'm still getting to know you, so I'm kind of looking for openings where it's safe to dive in, you know, Um, and taking my, my cues from both of you, because I, you know, you two know each other pretty well. Um, But yeah, that was one interesting question that we've asked a few of our friends that have been on is what characteristics are you looking for in a partner? Interesting question, right? We've got some really cool. If you were physical, I'm totally going to jam you right now. You're gonna practical. They can be if if you were listening to all of our podcasts, we always ask this. So glad we I'm often actually ask it. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm glad you yeah. haven't listened to it now. Believe okay. me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, we're just gonna take it one day at a time. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a baseball line. By the way. I, I on the drive over here, I'm like one of the questions I have to answer. Like it's Bull Durham. <laughs> no, exactly um, what he just did. What's something I'm looking for? I like, wouldn't. Yeah, go ahead. I like list out say, top five qualities in somebody. I wouldn't say I'm like looking, looking. No, no, no. Um, but, but top five okay. qualities in, in someone like you would date. Top your... five qualities. Um, top five qualities. I think an important one is just attraction. Mm-hmm. I think that has to be there. Um, and that's a physical attraction? Yes. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just important, especially at my age. Maybe it's a young, sure. young immature thing. But Yep. At 22, I think, that makes I think sense. at 22, that, that's, that's a baseline. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> I'd say that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think I think music, similar music taste, is important to me. Yeah. Or at least a similar appreciation for music. Yeah. Um. I think a big one for me is like having something that that person is really passionate about. Mm. Or driven towards. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so where they have a drive and a focus, like yeah, you find that to be least, an admirable quality. At least some dreams that mm-hmm. they are really mm. committed to mm-hmm. in in one way or another. Um. Yeah, just because I feel like they're, it's important for everyone to have something that they're passionate about, and yeah. it's I I, could, I find it to be boring talking to people in general who just don't really have dreams or goals or Mm. stuff they're working towards Mm -hmm. um so that's important um i think that makes a lot of sense if i can just add what it makes me think of is if somebody doesn't have their own goals and passions for themselves in their life they're always going to look to you to make life interesting or to make Mm -hmm. life challenging or to have Mm -hmm. an adventure or to inspire a conversation. Yeah. And I think, I think another important thing about where I'm at right now is I'm very busy Mm -hmm. and I can't, like I, you just kind of need to be speaking to someone who understands what it's like to be very busy. And if you don't have anything that you're doing or working towards, and it doesn't yeah. have to be like big life dreams, just something that you care about and something yeah. that you mm-hmm. work at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think whether that be relationships or just friends, I think that's an mm-hmm. important one for me. Yeah. Yep. Um, those are big ones. I'd say. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't typically like overly conservative people and I don't like overly liberal people. Okay. I think for me it's just like I don't I don't want to spend time with people who make it their personality to have what political views they have. Um yeah. and then a new baseline that I came up with <laughs> about three years ago is where someone stands in terms of LGBTQ yes. and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I used to, uh, 
I used to wait. This goes for friends and relationships mm-hmm. too. But mm-hmm. I used to, I'd like, I used to like wait to tell people, like I wait to get to know a person before I like let them know, like, hey, I have a transgender sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And react how they felt. Now I just, it's a way for me to gauge, like, is this person even worth me wasting my breath with? Yes. Because if if they're not accepting of stuff like that, that's not a person I even want to. It's first thing I said to Kathy, near, let alone spend any time with. It truly is one of the first things I said to Kathy. Yeah. Because you're exactly right. I am not going to pursue. We could have 99.9% things in common, and I'm not going to pursue a relationship Mm -hmm. if that's not Mm -hmm. linked up. Mm -hmm. So I think that's smart of you to not wait. Yeah. Because I think, if I heard you correctly, you used to wait to see things and read them and stuff like that. Put it out there. Yeah. And it's smart. And that's why I mean, even looking at even looking at my better friends in the world, like people I'm friends with are accepting, people I'm really good friends with are accepting, and especially when I'm around, they if it ever gets brought up something like that, they are always speaking out. Yeah, in support quick, of you, quick in to shut be- that down on my behalf, in support yeah. of me, stuff like yeah. that. That's awesome. Yeah, that um, is like. I can say their names because neither of them are going to listen to this podcast. Just one, first names, <laughs> first names only. I'm well, sending it to them. Just first names. <laughs> one of the one of the coolest things that happened when, like, I was hanging out with Andy at his place with his roommate and a couple of other guys. Mm-hmm. I don't typically like to talk about stuff like that in any way. Yeah. Because um, yeah. there's what's the point of talking about it? Is what yeah. I say. It's mm-hmm. just like why don't like let's just let people be them, and it's yep. like none of us are like that. So why does it matter? Yep. Um, but the topic got brought up and super hardcore conservative Christian. Oh yeah. Mm. Super hardcore. Yeah. Um, and so he was like saying some derogatory stuff. And at this point I'm just like, we were about to leave anyway. And I, I was just like, All right, I'm going to get out of here. And like, I'd never hear, heard him really speak this way, but like he like immediately like hopped in and he's like, well, let's, let's like pump the brakes here. Like, let's actually calm down because I don't necessarily agree with what's being said here and stuff like that. Wow. He, he yeah. was kind of backing up and I kind of like just thanked him after I was like, I, yeah. I appreciate what you did there. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, so that's yeah, that's, a, that's cool. a very important one for me too. Agreed. Agreed. And I also grew up, my family is fantastic and, mm-hmm. but it was conservative Christian also. I remember thinking that the whole world was Christian I'd, mm-hmm. or Catholic even because I didn't realize that there were other things. No, nothing against how I was raised. But when I got to my working years at 17, started working in a very artistic, free spirit, freelance world, that really shaped my psyche and what I was exposed to. And, and so, um, I, yeah, we did talk about that early. What do you mean? You and I? Yeah, yeah. Just right just that that is not right away. Yeah. I think it was the acceptance of Yeah. Whatever anyone wants to be. But especially the LBGTQ. Well, I, I just I I've always had this I don't give a f I don't know why we spend so much fucking attention to who someone likes. Yeah. Like I don't I don't or what f- they want to look fucking like. understand it. Right. I, yeah. I don't get it. Like who gives a shit? Yeah. And how they yeah. Well, I mean, if you really look back in history, when Irish people came into Italian neighborhoods, I mean, it's always been there, right? It's just, to me, it's gotten worse, and I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this discussion. By the way, you know what the phrase rabbit hole is from? Rabbits dig holes. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, it, that it's a it's hole that a doesn't book. end. It's from that a book. it just keeps tunneling and tunneling and tunneling. The rabbit hole, that mm-hmm. the never-ending hole. Yep, it's from a yeah. book. Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Hmm. The rabbit keeps digging holes and never go anywhere. That's what it's from. Yeah. Going yeah. down a rabbit hole. Yep. Well, well, that's cool. So, anyway, that's Circling awesome. Back. So can you tell Sam what Bella Gandhi's all about then? Because he actually answered it near perfect. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, it's and, and it's not... Wait. Of course you answered it perfectly. Not near perfect. He well, answered it exactly... Well, sort of. The was... first one was what every man says. Well, yeah, Perfect but he's also a 22-year-old So there's this woman, man. Bella Gandhi, so. that we follow also, and she's actually from Chicago, and she's been on every national newscast, and she is a matchmaker. Now, it costs anywhere from five to $10,000 for her to find you a partner. It's usually designed for people that are older. Right. So um, widows, widowers, divorcees, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
she has 100% effectiveness in finding people their second mate. But what she asks people to do, it's really interesting. She asks people on one sheet of paper at the beginning of the interview to write down all the attributes you're looking for in a man or a woman in a heterosexual relationship. In, in a example. partnership. In a partner. Whatever that okay? is. So and let's just stay with heterosexual because it's easier. So men tend to say, you got to be physically attractive. Um, there's some other things that are very stereotypical men. I like I only like blondes. I like them right. to be like five want, five kids, to five seven. Right. Mm-hmm. Not make not make more money than me. And these are all the men's attributes. Yeah. True. And then the women say it has to be tall. The number one thing for women is tall, more than six feet. So they have to be tall. Mm-hmm. Second tall, attribute dark, has handsome. to make a lot of money. Third has to have hair. Right. Yeah. These are these are the top three when you ask about the attributes. So mm-hmm. she's done all these studies. Okay. Then she proceeds to interview them more, learn about them. And then the next time they get together, she goes, hey, real quick, I need you to write a list of the uh, things you like. Tell me who your best friend is. Mm-hmm. Tell me who your best sibling is, right? Your favorite relative. And tell me yeah. what you like about them. And what are the, what do what are the character? What, yeah. what is it about uh, Key that you like? Or what mm-hmm. is it about Andy that you like? They're and you know honest, what it is? They're kind. Honest, they're... kind. Strong sense of values, but it's never. I can count oh, I on like that. her. Great sense of humor. They're right, funny. I like Alex because she has blonde hair. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And then she says to them, "When we're going to start looking for people, these are the attributes. The first one I mentioned, we're not going to look at. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't be attracted to somebody or all those other kinds of things. Yeah. But you have to have the core things that you find in your best friends. That's why I was really impressed because though you said the stereotypical, I got to be, I got to be attractive, which we get. Mm-hmm. All of your other attributes." Right? Mm-hmm. We're about the quality of the person. And that's interesting because it doesn't usually happen until you get older. I think so. So I think you are a very self-aware person. Game. And you're very well-spoken. And even when you said there has to be physical attraction, you didn't say she has to be, be 5'10", hot, size 2, blonde, blue eye. You know, maybe that is what's in your head. I'm looking over your shoulder to see his face. All right, that's cool. I tend to be a little tall for me, but I can handle it. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Yep, yep. What other relationship things did you want to talk about? I don't know. All right, we'll keep going. You ask questions. Yeah, you're good go. at this. Fire well, away. On that, you're on good that at the topic, deep end of the pool stuff. On that topic, so let me share what I saw on your dad when I saw him on the dating app. So why ask him questions? No, I'm I think it's now. I think it's cool in. now that he gets to hear like just what I see. Do you, in you. really know our whole story? Not really. I've never really spoken to you about Us? relationships at all, really. really? Mine or yours. I don't, we really haven't You ever... talked about someone at school for a while. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that was about it, and that was like the first time ever. Okay. All right. Good. So, you know, these dating apps are really bizarre, and I'm sure maybe even some of your friends are on them too, but you put pictures on, and then you maybe answer questions to show a little about your personality. You figure out... Which app was it? Uh, first, it was Hinge that I was on, and then the second one was Bumble, okay. and your dad was on both. We met on both. Yeah. So did you um, know we met on both? First? No, I didn't know you met on both. I just I, I'm oh, everyone. Yeah. Everyone has those apps. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we were on this dating app Hinge, and he liked one of my pictures, and then we started communicating in the app, and then long story short, took it to exchanging phone numbers and communicating via text, but never talked. Right. And then you, uh, uh, what was it? You moved out. I, to we were Colorado. talking right before I sold the house and moved to Arizona. Right, yeah. right before he sold Curtis, we were talking, and then he decided to move, sell everything, and move. Mm-hmm. And he bowed out of communication in, in a very respectful way. He just said, "You know, you seem really nice, but I'm actually moving now, so bye bye." And no, I didn't say bye bye. That doesn't sound nice. I said it's just. I said I don't think Smell a long ya. distance thing is going to work. I'm going out to Arizona, and it so, didn't affect me because I was just well, like. Well, I know, swipe. but I didn't. I, oh, stop! I didn't <laughs> say goodbye. I was very nice to you. You were very nice. You were very respectful. Absolutely. So then, fast forward to the following July. So seven, eight, eight, ten, ten, eleven months later. I'm on this Bumble app and your dad's profile comes up again and I text him and I say, oh, I remember you. Shirt off, flex in the six. And not quite. When, when was that picture taken? If you would have had when a picture that, like that. Did you hear what he said? When was the picture taken? <laughs> 1980. 
perfect. That was perfect. great. Um, but was no, actually, awesome. if you would have had a shirt off flexing picture, I would have been like, swipe. That's that doesn't me. interest me. Yeah. And um, not to say I don't want somebody that cares about themselves physically, but I don't like seeing an ego in that way. He doesn't want to relive the episode he listened to. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. But... Move the past. Yes. So <laughs> I... Um, and he had no recollection of ever communicating with me before. She reaches out and she said, I remember you or something I said, like that. I remember you. And he said, good or bad. <laughs> Swear to God. And I was Straight like, up. Yay! Good or bad. This man doesn't remember this face at all. How many faces have been around? Ah, right? Did not remember. I truly did not remember. From all reports now, the one brunette you ever dated was me. I dated one before that, but mostly blonde hair. Okay. But I I will say I truly did not remember you. Did not. And then she texts me. And text what? threads will come up from people that you might have texted yeah, before. Yeah, so we right? exchanged phone numbers because I decided I could either be offended or entertained by that. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's kind of funny. So you've never heard this before. That's no. kind of funny as no recollection. I actually find that kind of nice that, you know, you didn't, I don't know. I just found it refreshing for some reason. And, but you could um, have taken it the other way, which was like, fuck you. I can't believe you don't remember me. But we never even talked on the phone. So how, you know, what would that say about me if I got offended? Like we didn't even talk, but, um, she sent me a text and then in there popped up the old string and I went, Oh, okay. I think I remember that. Yeah. But his pictures were of him standing on a mountain after hiking in, um, Arizona, I'm like, okay, he likes to stay busy and move active, and I like hiking, so check. And then you had a picture with you and Alex and Ellie. I'm like, okay, he's a dad, and he likes animals, check. And then your other pictures, one with... Guitar. I think one at a baseball game. I think you were in it, Sam. Mm-hmm. He's playing with his mic and everything. Um, no, I'm just looking at anyway, it. Anyway, so it was... I had pictures of the kids, and I had me playing guitar and hiking. Yeah. That was it. And then some of the questions you answered made me, made me chuckle. So I are, thought... Are you on any of those apps at all? I'm not. I have friends who are, though. Okay. Yeah. So you're not on any of them. Never. I have Did been you? before at times. Okay, so you know what... Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know how they work. I don't get much use out of them. But you know how they work, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a college athlete. He doesn't need to do anything. And he shows up. a and musician. He music. So he just walks through the room and girls are like, who did? I hate when people say that. Yeah, I think so. I hate I'm, when people say stuff like that. Well, is it semi-true, though? Not really. Okay. As it's, far as you know. The music stuff, believe it or not, I think will have a bigger impact. It helps. No doubt. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's hard not to have an advantage when you're standing on a stage in front of everyone. Of it makes course. it easier. Yeah. It makes you more noticeable. Yep. Um, Dude, we played a gig. But it's it's not like it's just. I feel I have to tell you this. We played. I a play gig. baseball and music, and then it's just like that's not how it works. Everyone likes to joke like that, too. Well, interesting you say that. So I I will take that back. I didn't mean to, like, diminish No, 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 it's fine. It's just everyone always jokes like that. Because my history of being a model, people do make presumptions about what that's like, right? Right. In fact, I talked about it on one of the podcasts with with Aaron, Aaron, who's a model. Who's also a model. And And there's um, a perception that you guys are just banging dudes. I don't mean banging. No, no, handsome, wealthy dudes. That's all you're getting. Yeah, that's all we're getting. Handsome, wealthy dudes, because... So I get it. Clearly, <laughs> neither or <laughs> neither nor. Yeah. Whoops a daisy. <laughs> so finish the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. The story was that we reconnected on app number two, and he had no recollection of who I was, but there was something about your dad I really liked, and we did talk on the phone then once, and then I proceeded to make all the arrangements for the first date. The what day, where, I knew when, yeah. everything, and he was like, "Okay." I had known I was that in the like, studio you and were... I got time to kill, so okay. Oh, no, she was the pursuer. Yeah, I knew that you were the one. Yes, I was, was making it happen. And, at first. and I'm not sure why that was exactly, but just something instinctually. I was like, "Oh, I kind of like. I think I 
this guy, yeah. It was probably a change for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. so I had felt after the relationship I was in that you knew about that I was running into similar patterns because we all do that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way, what are you? You're so funny. Left camera, right camera. <laughs> <laughs> so if this is, if you don't want to hear all the detail, let me know. I'm but listening. We, um, I knew that in order for me to have something different, because I acquiesced a lot in a lot of other relationships mm-hmm. because they were checking so many boxes is what we talk about often. They were checking so many boxes. That I went, all right, they'll figure out the other cool things. Right. Right. And so or I, the other cool things, sorry to interrupt, but the, or the other cool things are just fine. Yeah, they're just I mean, fine. I know, I know got, they don't like this. We've got 10 out of the 20 things right. I need. Like Kathy so dated someone for a fine. while that never wanted to meet her kids. Huh. Right. And yeah. excuse that. So we both made excuses in relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. If there's a takeaway mm-hmm. here, don't make excuses for yourself mm-hmm. for anything else. If it doesn't, if you find yourself as great making as it is, excuses for that person. Yeah, differences are okay Check and in. that kind of stuff. That's fine. But man, you can't let your core go. And so I had come home because you were now going to go to Iowa because I thought you were going to go to Arizona. I mean, we were talking to possibly playing You were there. just really hoping I'd go to Arizona. Well, I told you I told you that Arizona I was Arizona hoping you'd go out west because I wanted to be out there. Yeah, I yeah. told you that Arizona called me once and then I might have a call from Grand Canyon and that's all that I've ever Well, was. and that's all I needed to hear was cool. <laughs> I can just mountain bike and then watch him play baseball. Or so, was it at the time well, when I was going to junior college when I was committed to the school in Arizona? No, 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 no. It was this is way after. This is when I was you, at Heartland. You were at Heartland, okay. and you were telling me that you were looking west. And so I went, oh, yeah. this could fucking work then. Well, I did go west. Well, no, true. <laughs> a very and little. so when you moved back, I went, well, I'm not going to be in Colorado if he's at Iowa. That's just stupid. And that was the big reason for coming back. So then when I started dating again, I went, all right, if, if you want to make anything work with anybody... The only common denominator in all your relationships is you. And so if you want things to be different, you got to change. You can't, ex- sure. you can't expect to find differences in people. You have to change the way you do things and look. And so went on a couple of dates. Sam, I had one date where I <laughs> walked in within 10 minutes and it wasn't a physical attraction thing. It's really attractive. She said a couple of stupid things. I political. think you told me about that once. And I just yeah. went, I got to go. And I walked out within 10, 15 minutes. She's like, you're kidding me. I'm like, no, sent her a nice note afterwards saying not a good fit. Wasn't going to try to make it. So the day that Kathy and I met, which I think was a Thursday. Yeah. It uh, was. I was at the studio working on stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to sit in traffic. So I figured, fuck it. She wants to get together. She works in the city. The worst thing that happens is I have drinks with somebody. Yeah. But at least I'm not stuck in traffic. So I could meet her at 5.30, and then by 6.30 hit the road, traffic will die down by then. Right. It's truly to waste time. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. I'm cool with that. So she's, she walks in like, I couldn't give a shit. And I'm going to be myself. And at one point, within 10 minutes of talking, normally I would filter myself. I'd try uh-huh. to say certain things, and I went, fuck it. So I said something perhaps crass, office-like. Sure. Where... I then said to Kathy, if any of my family or friends were here right now, they'd go, what are you doing? And she's probably there like, <laughs> the whole time. Laughing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so that was our first date. That, that's I how we met. I find your dad very funny. I know. We and do talk about you, you often on the him, podcast. I know you find yeah. him far less funny. We but talk about. I see, I see you as an enabler. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's true. He says that to me all I the call time. It all it's time. Like, I'm like every yeah. time she laughs, I'm like, I'm so glad Sam isn't here right now because he'd kill you. <laughs> so that that's our story. Did you not? Did you know some of it or most? I of just it? I just all I remember of of the story was that Kathy was the one who initiated things mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. Well, the funnier part about it is so that's a Thursday. And I had actually gone out on a date Wednesday night right before I met Kathy. And so she's now calling me. She uh-huh. was really nice and everything, but something was very easy with Kathy. That's the one thing I will tell you. Is, well, I mean, yeah. we talked We talked for six and a half hours the first day. It was very easy. I think we ate two meals. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but Sam, I can't give this advice more than anything. Is I was absolutely myself. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, man, if my mom heard me say this, if Sam heard me say, oh, fuck, Alex would kill me. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. And then 
The next day, this woman's calling me up going, you know, you didn't give me a call back on Thursday. I don't feel like getting blown off and you should be this, that, and the other. And so then I was mostly very good at saying, hey, I, I wouldn't ghost, mostly. Unless I thought they were freaky. And I'm like, fuck it, I don't want to talk to them. So I said mm-hmm. to her, I just don't know it's going to fit. I really appreciate it. But I'm, I'm, I'm not sure right now. And I didn't want to say there's somebody else because I didn't fucking know. And so Auntie Laura calls me Friday morning. She goes, can you come up to the lake house and fix some shit? Because it's July 9th. Yeah. So she goes, can you fix, come up here and fix some stuff? Just me and Lynn. And what are you doing? And I just got my paddleboard. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll go paddleboard, hang out with my sister. And so Kathy calls me on the drive out. We talk for maybe 30 minutes, text a little bit. And then the next Saturday, you want to tell the story now? No, go ahead. Go the next ahead. Saturday, she's like, so where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm still at my sister's. She goes, you know, it's only an hour away. I can come by. No, I said, no, I said something I... like, she says about it's only an hour away. And I'm like, did you want to come over? But I wasn't asking, hey, do you want to come over? It was more like, did you? are you, are are you, you inviting yourself over? over? Like, that's how I'm asking it in my head, right? <laughs> she goes like this. Okay. Sure. <laughs> right, just like that. And then I had this moment sure, of dread. Dude, I want you to appreciate this. I had this moment of dread. Because oh, now I'm like, fuck, I just invited her over. And I now I don't want to go. Be, you better check with your sister. <laughs> so she goes, I can be there in an hour. And I went, oh. And she goes, yeah, it's only an no, hour. No, it wasn't that that quick. Because I did, I did stop at the store. And well, get... you said you could be there by like two hours. <laughs> so then, so, you know, I tell Laura everything, right? Yeah. So... I haven't told Laura I've been dating at all. I haven't told her I've been going on dates because I figured that's what I do. I tell people things. So now I'm not going to not keep things from you kids because you asked me not to do that. Right? Yeah. But I'm also not going to dive into stuff. So if I have a great date, I'm, just, I'm not going to go, hey, nice date, whatever. I'm going to leave it. I'm sure. not going to get caught up with my... So again, I'm the common denominator. Yep. If there's a takeaway. Think about that all the time when you do stuff. Okay. I'm the common denominator. So I go up to Laura. I went, hey. Um, so I'm verbatim. So I'm dating somebody. She goes, you're dating somebody. When were you going to tell me? I'm like, well, she's coming here. You invited someone you're dating. First of all, you didn't fucking tell me. And then she's coming here. You have a 14 year old niece. Like, what do you, is she normal? Okay. How long have you been dating her? I'm like, well, a couple of days. I met her her on Thursday. What what time is it? (laughs) And she goes, are you fucking out of your mind? You're bringing some fucking stranger. And she goes, you can see Laura doing this, right? Oh God. Yeah going off and I went I can tell her to turn around she goes no what the fuck are you thinking and then next thing you know Kathy's there in two hours with a plant and a bottle of wine (laughs) hi I'm here hi so that's our story (laughs) and then truly we haven't been apart for that long for I mean since that day yeah so that's our story you never knew all this stuff no, not yeah. yeah, not the full extent. I just know Kathy was the one who started initiating things. She was the one that. So I had scheduled to see Key and Al, and then said, "Do you mind if Kathy comes out?" Because that was when. You remember when the high heat wave was out there oh, and the smoke in and all that? Yeah. So we were all going to get hotel rooms, and they said, "Well, who's now?" They had met Kathy via. You met her before before anybody. Mm-hmm. So you must have met her in August within a month mm-hmm. of dating. Mm-hmm. Sure. But Alan Key had only met via FaceTime. So it was just really funny when we got out there because now we got to get a house together because the air conditioning doesn't work in um, Oregon and all the hotels are booked. Yeah. So um, we ended up renting this house and I'm like, oh, fuck. The five of us have to be together. And it's the first time they're meeting her. It's going to be so fucking awkward. I think it went really well, though. It was one of the best days ever with them. So, yeah. Anyway, that's our story. So yeah. now let's talk about you. Word. <laughs> Ask him questions about dating. Oh, me? Yep. Don't you have any? She's been... Don't I don't you know. Have any? My, mine are always... I just know you You seem to really like someone a year ago. Seems like. Maybe shorter than that. I can't even remember her name now. Right? I'm forgetting who. You're forgetting who? No. No, I don't know who you're talking about. You liked someone a lot a while ago. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Well, so tell me about your dating life then. What do Uh, you want to share with me that you think would be worth knowing? I don't really think there is anything. What does dating look like at 22? What does dating look like at 22? Is it really dating or it's just like, hey, I'm going to the party on Friday. It's a shit show? It's a total shit show. I mean... Are you taking girls like out to 
dinner or are you I, just well, hooking up at a party? It's I, difficult. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's weird. Um, I talk about this with a couple friends all the time. Like, I'm really bad at texting people. I'm really bad at communicating oh. via phone. Okay. Like if I meet someone really? that I, yeah, terrible at it. Like if I meet someone how that I want. You're so good with me though. What do you mean? I think you're great with texting. I don't know how to like text someone to like just start a conversation over text. I hate like that. Interesting. Is that how you guys like, do sounds things? Sounds like lyrics to a song right? developing right now. <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah. is that is that how you do things? Well, it's like you get their number, you get their Snapchat, and then you snap and like convert. Converse for, converse for a while and then like maybe hang out. Um, I hate that, and I've talked to this, talked to all my friends about this. Like, I'd rather just like meet someone. Oh. Well, because I like I don't know what to say over. I don't know how to be myself through my phone. Mm. Like, I'd much rather meet someone. Like, if I meet a girl at the bar and I get her number, I'd rather just like. What are you doing tomorrow? Text her, be like, hey, let's hang out, or yeah. let me. Let's hey, I want to be over at such and such. I want to go chill. Right, but that doesn't really happen much. Is that yeah. is that because that are you Gen X or Millennium X? So that's your ways. It's it's sort of like that. It's it's difficult. I mean, in college especially, especially at the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. See, um, you know what's funny? I would think it's fucking the other way around. Like it's easy to just get together on campus and yeah, but like there's just so many options and so many people that a lot of people aren't really wanting to have a relationship or a lot of people are. So it's much more. Yeah. Like every, just I mean, every, yeah. Every girl I know is like, or most We're girls I know are talking to, yeah, are talking to multiple guys and most yeah. guys are talking to multiple people. So do you right, trust anybody right. then at this age? Um, you try to. Um, yeah, it's hmm. hard. Is that a place where you want to hang out? What do you mean? Player. Uh, I don't know. I don't... I wouldn't really consider anything I do, like, player-ish. But I, I wouldn't say, like, I'm, like, a interested in, like, committed, devoted relationships. I think more this year than anything, I've been more geared towards just enjoying what uh, what's going on and kind of like hanging out mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but my big thing is like i just won't lie yeah so like if someone asks me like hey are you talking to anyone else and the answer is yes i'll just be like yes yep. or if i'm not then i'll say no mm-hmm. or if i'm not but that's not because i'm committed to them i'll be like no but i like don't know if i would keep myself from talking to someone. right do you feel that you want a monogamous relationship right now, or is it one of those I don't know yet until it happens? I don't know. It would have to be something. I don't know. I feel like I'd know once I met someone who I'm like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, when you find yourself anxious to see them again, or yeah, not even that. More just like a, I don't know. Like I, I wanted to. Like I, I have trouble. <sighs> Because every time I've ever like been going towards a relationship, mm-hmm. I always hit around a four-week mark where I start to lose interest. Mm. And really, yeah, my friends give me shit for it all the time. Because um, like it'll just be like, "Great girl, like nothing wrong with her," and I'll just be like, "Yeah, I'm just not feeling it anymore," or yeah. so, something like that. Or yeah. like it'll get to the point where like she'll start to ask like, "Where's this going?" or "What what's going on mm-hmm. here?" And I'll always just kind of be like, "I just." can't see myself just being like committed to you the only person that like i ever actually made it past that and made it like three months with was who you met at my show that one yeah oh yeah 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 but even with her i struggled to like longevity think about long term like committing 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 yeah um do you have friends that have long i know snap has yeah snap lives with his girlfriend um like, do you have friends that are on the other side of where you are? Yeah. Okay. Alec, for sure. Alec has been dating his girlfriend since freshman year oh, of high yeah, school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, um, wow. Yeah, I know a lot of guys who are really committed in relationships. Um, but then I also, a lot of my friends are single, too. Like, Will's single. Andy's single. Um, Is that where you see yourself, at least right now, headed? Like staying in that kind of nebulous place for the time being? I don't know. I feel like I have to grow up at some point. Um, Because it's easy to just not really want anything in college because you just meet so many people. There's so many people around you. Um, 
but I don't know. Like I ideally, I, I'd want someone to be committed with and like have a relationship with, but it would have to be like it's. I'm really, <laughs> till, I'm really picky. until the fourth week comes around. Then it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what my friends always joke with me about. They're just like, what? What is it? And I'm just like, I don't know. I, I feel like, like I, I feel like it's a cop out answer to say like I'm really picky, but like, and I feel like another another thing that I have the habit of doing is only going after girls that go after me first. Mm. Um, I don't often like go out of my way to try to reach out to people. Yeah. Um, it, is that I'm a safety just, mechanism, do you think? It could be. Well, so that you don't get rejected? It could be a yeah. defense mechanism for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've just found that like it's more enjoyable when you don't have to worry about like, I'm putting myself out here like, oh, does she like me? Is this like right. all that stuff? I yeah. find it. I've, I've found in the past it's just like most of the time mm-hmm. anyone I'm talking to for like 90% of the time is someone mm-hmm. approaching me first. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, well, there was someone you approached. I can't remember her fucking name now. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about, and that could be relating to why I am certain ways in what do you relationships. Mean? Well, because that was the first girl I ever like reached out to and actually really liked. Do you feel you don't want to do that because of what happened? Like, do you feel like you got burned so not do like that said, again? Thing? Protection, defense that's, that's mechanism. That's part of it, but I don't think that's like the main driving factor. Mm-hmm. I think another part of it is just like. There's just an added layer of, like, anxiety and discomfort, I guess, that comes with it. Because when... The way I see it is, like, when someone reaches out to me first, it's like... Then I feel comfortable just being exactly who I am. Because being who I am without, like, knowing that they were paying any attention to me was what attracted them to me at first. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to do anything differently. I just have to, you know, be myself. Yeah. Um... So that's something I do a lot, and I think that might have an impact on my duration of staying mm-hmm. with people, because mm-hmm. um, maybe it's not exactly my number one choice or first person that I'd go after. Yeah, and that's not to say like I don't like the people that I've talked sure. to or stuff like sure. that, yeah. but it's just there's always that like back in your mind like I didn't make the first move or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I also find that it's just a lot more. I feel like I it helps me value myself more and take care of myself more when the people I'm talking to reach out to me first because that just means like I don't. Like I feel the need being okay. Or if I feel okay being by myself, and so if it comes my way, yeah, then I'll allow it to. Yeah, but I don't feel like I need to press myself out of my out of my comfort zone or like hmm. I don't I, f- I don't feel the need to like do something crazy to be with someone whereas yeah. like I can just enjoy being Has there any own. been anyone else you pursued other than the one you talked about in the fall? Um well the fall of junior year. Um but junior year, yeah, sorry. Like me pursuing them? Yeah. That's the only time you've ever talked about. It. I mean, it, there can be time there's times where it could be construed as such. Hmm. But like I typically and it's weird because a lot of girls say they want the guy to make the first move. Yeah. <laughs> but like the from the people that I've talked to at different times, it's been like they what they construe as first move is something different. Like this this one girl who I was hanging out with for a while, she had seen me play at airliner, and she had her she was in a sorority. Her sorority houseboy who worked in the kitchen is a former baseball player who hangs out with a handful of guys on the baseball team. She talked to him, asked if she knew, asked if he knew, knew me. your story. Yeah. He talked to me, told me who she was. And then she like followed me on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And then one night I, I was playing another show and I saw her that I recognized her there in the crowd and crowd is it's like 50 people. Max. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crowd. That's a crowd, um, bro. I recognized me. her there. Yeah. And like we, we make eye contact from the stage or whatever. And then by the time I was done, her and her friends had left to go to a different bar. So my buddy who had told me about her yeah. was talking to me. I was like, hey, like, give me your Snapchat. And so then I started like Snapchatting her from there. Like in her mind, because we kind of joked about this at one point. In her mind, I, I made the first move because I asked her for Snapchat. But in my mind, it was like she was asking about me. 
Yeah. Oh. Like clearly showing that there was this one, there was this one video I saw of some like relationship counselor talking to women where, where they're saying, I like an old fashioned man who makes the move first. And he describes like an old fashioned scenario where like, uh, I forget what the context was, but he's like, well, is this old fashioned to you? And she, he describes a scenario where like a woman back in the day sees a guy she finds attractive and like drops something in front of him and keeps walking, but like intentionally drops it. And then the guy picks it up and walks up to her. Oh, I dropped my handkerchief. Yes. Oh. So you, you recognize what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yes. that, that's never happened, but go ahead. That's, well, but like, that's, like, that's like grandma's day back in the day. Yes, but that's what, like, when people say, like, oh, I want an old-fashioned man who will make the first move, then yeah. it, it kind of shows that there's, like, never, it's never really, like, just one way or yeah. another. There's always a balance. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, yeah, that's typically where... That's, that's kind of interesting. I'm to. sort of, as I listen to you, I process and I'm thinking about how I've been. And I think I have, I think one of the reasons I liked the Bumble app is because the women reach out first. Like somehow in my mind that felt safer for me mm-hmm. because I don't want to get hit on by people. I can be very shy in mm-hmm. that way. And even through the app, I felt like you can have guys say, all. Oh, kinds of shit and send you pictures and I was like ah so yeah. somehow I felt like I was a, it controlling something it felt safer to me yeah. that's a word that I use it felt safer to me to make the first move after I've observed and checked a few boxes of my you know mm-hmm. criteria I felt a little safer well part of it is you're 50 and you well, started no doing doubt. that stuff and that's, you know? that's funny you say it because I was going to say you know Sam you're only 22 years old so when you are ready in life and personally for something more, that's probably when you'll open your your mind and heart up to that possibility. And you're just mm-hmm. not there yet. I, I think what's cool and is you're totally saying that. Fair. Yeah, that's. It makes sense, really. Well, I have two reactions to what I heard. One is I'm really happy that you're saying after four weeks I kind of lose interest because at least you know yourself. And I'm, I'm never going to back away. The mistakes I made was not knowing myself or, or at least saying what we've oh. always talked about, giving in on shit that I just I can't do anymore. And it's funny because as a total side note, my friend, you know, Aaron Joslin a little bit. Maybe you heard me talk about her quite a bit. Hi, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she listens. I know. That's why I said hi, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, it was good. So, um, but she came up to me one time and said, where the fuck is a Jack I know who didn't take shit from anybody? Like, what's happened to you over the years? Like, why are you giving in to stuff? And, and mm-hmm. it was on Labor Day, like, three or four years ago, where she's like, stop doing this stuff. And so I'm glad that you recognize that four weeks, things kind of wane, right? Yeah, and it's not, yeah, it's not intentional. It's not, like, always, obviously, like, it's never exactly, like, right on the time. But it's... No, but it just, it, yeah. seems, it seems, like, relatively quickly. You're not going six, seven months, and then being like, oh, man, I'm finding more about this person I don't like. Right. Right. You're you're kind of going, I'm just not feeling something right here. Mm-hmm. I, every relationship, I believe, serves a purpose. I know that might sound corny, but you kind of learn other people can be your mirror and they can reflect back good, bad and ugly about yourself sometimes. And I found that no relationship that I had was for naught. There was a, always a takeaway, well, small, I, big. And again, I don't know how hard, it is. Hard, yeah. difficult, you know, to go through or whatever, but. I don't know how it is to hear this, Sam, with, you know, your dad and mom and all that stuff, but we actually talk about, she brings this up all the time and this concept of everything kind of serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I have never met anyone and I'm pretty fucking old. I've never met anyone like Catherine. I'm like, I don't, I don't need anybody else, but we've both talked that we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, right? Something could just happen. For we sure. Change our perspective. I want to go watch dogs on a bus in Alaska. Yeah. And so to have kind of that openness about life saying, all right, I really dig Kathy. We get along great. We have a wonderful relationship. The possibility exists that she could change her mind. The possibility exists that I could change mine. So I'm going to, I'm not saying we're pursuing those as, as thoughts, Mm -hmm. but you kind of have to live that way. So my reason for saying is right now you may feel what kind of bums me out about the second part of what I'm telling you about. I love the fact that you're self-aware Mm-hmm. What bums me out is that you guys live in this world where I, I, I recognize at your age, 
it feels like you've got so many people you could hook up with or do all these fucking things and you're learning, experimenting, I get it. Try as many fucking burgers as you can, taste shit, figure out what you like. I would never disagree with that as a strategy. You know, then you look at your sister who's been dating someone since senior in high school. She knew what she wanted. At a very young age, she had an idea of what was cool for her. Mm -hmm. So don't hold yourself up to any kind of plan. At the same time, I think it sucks for you guys because it's so impersonal. Like the fact that she took an interest to you and said something about it, and now Snapchat is the first way you fucking talk. I will tell you when I was dating, anytime a woman would text me for more than an hour, I'd say, can we talk? Because I want to hear their voice, number one. Yeah. Or number two, I'd say, what are you doing tomorrow? Like, let's get together. Because I would never get a number in a bar, at least not at my age and my generation. I wouldn't meet some woman in a bar or see her friends and then text her while she's 10 feet away from me. But right. I think that's kind of like, unfortunately, your generation is so media driven yeah. that it, I don't know how you, how you get to know somebody. Well, yeah, I don't, it's a lot of... I've still got shit in my eyes from that lotion. It's a lot of like small little steps kind of poking mm-hmm. around like discovery like you're, process. You're in class with someone that you find attractive. Maybe you hear her name. Yeah. You look her up on Instagram. Yeah. yeah you got access. You get the follow back. Maybe a DM. Yeah. Then then like it's like little tiny little. Yes. Like, yes. Instead of just the like gates. instead of just like approaching and being. Like, yeah. Yeah. You s- it's very sniff around it you sort of like yeah there's so many there's so many different platforms and alleyways to go down to really mm-hmm. like to put yourself out there without really having to push your, put yeah. yourself out there yeah um, well, and, and their ways of doing things by the way is Instagram Snapchat like you connect that way where ours is more the true literal dating apps right because not everyone our, our age is on Instagram and fucking half of them don't know how to use DMs mm-hmm. I know you you even struggle with it in our business, mm-hmm. right? You'll accidentally set a DM instead of a post. But her, their generation, that's how they meet. Like one of Alex's friends met a guy she was dating. That's how Frankie fucking that's met. How, that's how David Bakhtiari met Frankie. Frankie met on Instagram. Oh. He DM'd her. He DM'd her. They that's were at a Colorado crazy. event. He went to Colorado. She went to Colorado. There was something where she was posted. He thought she was pretty centered. The hook connected first to follow each other, right? Mm-hmm. And then sent her a DM. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how they met Instagram. Yeah. That's their generation. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Way different. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I'm glad it worked out for them. I just, as long as you're in a place where you're not trying to, you're just sorting things out and you're okay with the, the, the environment you're in. Yeah. I mean, it's frustrating at times for sure. Like I have been told on multiple occasions, like I, I don't text ever unless I'm making plans and then I'll use Snapchat to like keep a conversation going, but I don't really like doing that either. And yeah. you've been but told like, what? I've been told two things. One, getting too old to use Snapchat because most people would rather just text. Yeah. Um, but that means like having a conversation in text, and I like don't know how to do that. Like I don't know how to like con- converse and be like, "How was your day?" Over text, it's weird to me. <laughs> it just it's weird to me and it doesn't work and then I've also been told many times like well then do you call then if it's weird do you pick up the phone and call no nah, people don't really like that that's crazy so well, I will, if I, I will. if I build a rapport with someone I'll like call or FaceTime more than I text for okay. sure okay so, so then I, if you're not responding via text she thinks you're not interested right well, if yeah, you're not exactly. engaging like, the text yeah, well, I've been, see, they're gonna make assumptions I think that, like, text is so fucking misleading because I will say I want a funny text story between me and Kathy. So when I was at the studio, I told, I remember telling you, I won't be able to answer the phone, right? Because I can't have the phone ringing, so I'm going to have the ringer off, and I may miss it simply because it got headphones on, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And so Kathy, one point, text, we're, we were agreed to meeting at this one restaurant. I can't remember, I can't remember the name of it now. Me neither. Let, Lemons or something like that. Whatever. Anyway, uh, she then texts me. Um, hey, are you an NBA fan? Because the Bucks were heading to the championship that year. I said, can I change the venue because the Bucks are in the quarterfinal and I want... A, 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 they were in the conference finals. It was the quarterfinals. Conference finals. 100%. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, it's July. They were in the conference finals. Okay. 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 And, uh, yeah, so I changed the venue on them because I wanted a TV... But here's mm. the text exchange. Here's where I'm going with it. She said, do you mind if we change the venues because I want to watch the Bucks?" 
So I write back. The Bucks have Milwaukee has an NBA team, <laughs> which you you know because you know me. It was being a total smartass, right? Yeah. Because we've got six championships with yeah. Michael Jordan, and so tell her. But here's I, what I'm I, going about text. How I can give the wrong impression, right? Yeah. I turned to my coworker and said, if he's serious, I'm not showing up. Like, what kind of but dork doesn't know yeah, Milwaukee exactly. is a basketball team, funny, right? That's kind of funny. And so yeah. five and so, seconds I like later, it. I sent her a picture, a meme of Jordan doing his exactly. six yeah. fingers. Yeah. yeah. And then, so that's where text can work if you can yeah. play that way. But think about the moment where she's like, wait, is this funny? And then what if she responded back, do you honestly not know there's a Bucks thing, right? And then, okay, that wasn't fun. You don't know. So yeah. I actually think you're... Do you are you telling me that your friends say that you shouldn't want to talk to people that you got to up your text game? Is that the message no, you're getting? There, well, definitely that you have to improve as a texter and stuff like that to help you out. But it's more of just like a most of my friends are just like yeah, I hate that. I think most Girl people do. hate that or do, do everyone most dudes? It. Yeah, everyone kind of does. I feel like wait like, hates the, texting. Well, just like doesn't I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a uh, echo chamber around some of my friends but like I can't stand like just like texting to get to know someone because I don't I don't get it I don't know how to convey me or my personality through text and what I've been told a lot which is what I was going to say is like over Snapchat and over text over stuff like that everyone's like you're so dry like you don't say much when you text and you're like I'm like I don't like what do you want me to say over text like if you want to talk like let's hang out like let's Let's yeah, do something I, I, together. I, Let's I, not just like text about how our day was. Yeah, I'd love that you feel that way because then what do you want me to be like Mark Twain and read my shit? You know what I mean? It's it's almost like there's yeah. pressure to be creative in a text environment, which I don't. Right. I don't and know. especially like for me, like I'd say most of my humor is more response based and interactive, interactive and like what you did a today. lot more like sarcastic and dry and stuff like that. Right. To the point where like. It really only works if you can see my face and no, you can hear you what I'm saying. No, or you throw on the right emoji. <laughs> yeah, but that... <laughs> a yeah, wink, like, what the a fuck is that? emoji. Yeah, but then you got to explain yourself. Yeah, it's all it's all too much. And, like, if, if I'm in the right scenario, face-to-face with someone, I can be who I am and say things that are, like, more witty or humorous or just anything that can get more... Um, connection. Reaction, connection. Yeah. Yep. Here's what I believe, and I think you'll support me on this. I think it's your age. And I think, I've told sure. you before, I think you're light years ahead of people in emotional intelligence. And I'm glad you have a friend like Andy who seems to be in that direction. You probably have friends that are that way. Yeah. And I just, I feel it's your age. And it's going to yeah, start it's separating tough. itself as you get older. And th- those dynamics will change when you get out of college. Yeah. And uh, it, they just will. I just we think they do, will. We do tend to depend a lot on that text exchange, so I can see how that could be a well, these guys little, do. little stumbling block. We were kind of lucky that we didn't grow up with that shit, you know? Right. I, I, really, I mean, as much as right. I love it and being able to know where everybody is and blah, 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 and reach people, when it comes to forming relationships, man, it, it, to deal with this shit that he's talking about, I'd lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Again, that's 57 years yeah. old, but even back in the day, I wouldn't have liked that. I want to talk to someone. I want to see their reaction, so... I think you're light years ahead of people in that regard. You're just going to have to wait this out for a while or play the game. Well, we'll play the game or just win by my own rules in, in the sense of I know it's a mean. game. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of do things my way in a way that, like, because it's not like nobody, like, would. It'd just be, like, a shock if I got a girl's number at, like, a bar or something and just called her. Like, out of nowhere. Yeah. It would just be That's like so rare. So you can't. Have you ever? Have you ever just had uh, something where you're at a bar and you crack a joke with someone and she seems relatively attractive? And next thing you know, you find yourself talking. That kind. Of, I hate saying the word organic, but that kind of like more natural way. Have you ever had that? Well, yeah, for sure. You have. Yeah. Someone that you liked and you got done with them after four weeks. <laughs> no, no. Um, but that that again kind of goes into like there's always steps before that yeah um, really yeah yeah best example is this is this the one discovery girl. process yeah this this one girl who i had hung out with for a while she had like months before i ever met her she followed me on instagram and then i followed her back and okay. then 
few weeks before I met her, she added me on Snapchat through somebody's, like somebody, we had one friend in common. And then finally, I'm at the bar one night with my friend who was hanging out with this girl's friend. And he goes, hey, come upstairs, blah, 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 has a friend who wants to meet you. Or like who was talking about you or something like that. And then like we met each other and got along really well and like had a, like kind of had a connection from that first time we met. But it kind of, there was that step of, there was a, there was a bunch of steps leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe, what I would almost rather have? Well, maybe it could be a Mayan type thing too. Could be. Because having those steps led up where like she was consistently like putting the feelers out there. Yeah. Made me more confident and gave me more of like a comfort being when we actually met. Like it kind of gave me more of that comfort, I guess. Yeah. But have you ever had a situation where there wasn't any of that at all? Yes. Did, I mean, clearly you're not dating someone on any serious level, but did that feel any different to you? Do you know what I'm asking? It was fun. It was cool. Um, It was... So, Yeah, it was was one other person who I talked to for a little bit. We... uh, Athlete had seen around the training room at times here and then, um, but never really like just never had a conversation with. And mm-hmm. then I was at the bar one night and like ran into her and her friend. Yeah. And at that point I was like, let's just say hi, get to know some people. And so I was like, Hey, I've seen you at the training room, blah, 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 blah. We get to know each other. We talk for a little bit and that's it. And then like a week later we run in the bar again and then gets talking a lot more. And then like, then start like progressing and talking more from there. Um, so that was pretty like, like I, I know I may be crossing line here, but almost like becoming friends with someone. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm getting at? Or well, does yeah. that not happen at your age? No, that's no, exactly. And that's, some of the best relationships I had in college were friends that they, be, they started out as it wasn't just purely, I'm really attracted. This person is really started enjoying them. Well, I'd say, does that happen? Not really. I mean, that, that circumstance where you're like, just like becoming friends with someone. I mean, there was, it was clear that it was just like, it wasn't like just a friend's thing. When no, we I, I, when I say just friends, I mean, you actually started liking them as a person, not just you were attracted. It's both. It's you're attracted to them and everything else. Like the but, attraction was a slow build. Well, you, but because you, you're, you're actually like, oh, this got, person is no, easy to talk to. You, you laughed a lot, mm-hmm. right? And then that attraction grew. Does that not happen? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it was as drawn out as... as it wasn't, okay. like, as drawn out. It was, All like, right. a... Like, we met, like, once before, like, twice okay. when we actually, like, hung out together. Okay. Um, but... It's interesting. Like, I, I think about, especially about the baseball team, and maybe it's just the people I'm around, some of that. I haven't had, like, female friends in college. Like, I haven't had many. I've had mm-hmm. a handful that I've made on my own. But, like, I've never, in high school, you know, I had my group of friends, and there was the group of girls that we all hung out with. Yeah. And even at SIU for a little, I had my group of friends, and there's a group of girls that we'd hang out with. And then Heartland, group of friends, group of girls we'd hang out with. And then here at Iowa, it's been, like, group of dude friends, and then let's go hit the bars and meet some girls. That's yeah. kind of yeah, what it Yeah, I get it. it. Well, I've been there. We've all but been like, there. Like, I, since coming to Iowa, I don't think I've made any, like, I don't want to be mean because I, I feel like I might be forgetting about friends who are girls <laughs> they're not but listening I, anyway I so don't worry right, exactly. but you don't have exactly. any girlfriends <laughs> i haven't i don't really have many like platonic girlfriends really at really anywhere except for like i can think of two since coming to college who i like am close oh, with man i had a ton yeah, and maybe that that's weird? maybe that's who I hang I out with. Yeah, you say think, they all liked me. Yeah, I, I think know. some of them like were. If you would have made a move, they'd be like, "Okay." I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you kind of do. I appreciate do. you giving me that kind of that kind of hype. power and hype, but I think you're looking through different glasses. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say like the only girl friends I've had in college have been met through who my buddies are dating or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. part of me feels like I've talked to people about this too. Like, I feel like that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like Having a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, no, it's weird. Not 
Like it's weird the fact that I really haven't made. It's many definitely yet. it's interesting to hear it because I've never like, heard that. Like I, like there's acquaintances and there's like people that like you can get along with, but like never like people never or very rarely has it been like people that like in a group would bring their friends and hang out with my friends in a group with no sexual relationship going on there. That's so fucked up. I'm sorry. Like, do you always have to get, like, banged up to have a relationship? Either that or, like, if there's, like, a group of four girls, four dudes, like, at least two of them are, are hooking up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Is that all you guys really are about, man? fascinating. I, I know we had a podcast where all you talked about Kathy was sex. I don't sex. know, though. Like, yeah, you right. can say that's a generational thing, but, like, I don't well, know if I it is. I don't know if it's generational. I think it's age, I, though. I, you I, know, had, I mean, it's but discovery. I was at, it's like yeah, you're... But, I, look, I, I get the whole discovery and, and, and trying different hamburgers. Safe I get discovery. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Uh-huh. Safe I, discovery. I get the discovery shit. I do. But I had good friends. I had good female friends. We We... I'd like to talk to all of them and ask them. Come on. Just a little. Well, you and Aaron are like best friends. I never connected with Aaron. No, that's true. I don't think she did. No, I don't get that. Aaron and I were good. I had other good friends in college. I did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've had like one or two like really good female friends where there was none of that. Mm -hmm. And really just one. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and that was that's too bad that was my friend at, at Heartland who I'm still sort of in touch with but like that's I feel like that's a rarity though don't you have guy friends no not so much I mean you didn't have guy friends like they, they all just wanted to smack and attack <laughs> is that what you're telling me I don't know but certainly at his age, it's not surprising at 22, oh, you know, I, I get that. But yeah. I think there's, I, I had a mix. I had a mix of mm-hmm. connections and a mix of friends. That's all. All right. I'll change topics. Message received. No, I think, I think we've been talking for like three two hours, hours now, now. It's and... actually two hours. So no, but I thought <laughs> we're going to break be it into part two. Well, it'll be part two. So yes. what I want you to do then is ask another question. Okay. All right. Another I'm, question? I'm hitting a wall and my eyes are killing me. I know. And we need to. Are you to... doing Okay. I'm chilling. Did you want to go grab a beer with us or anything like that? Or food? I cannot drink. That's okay. for damn sure. Did you grab some food? Here, you All grab right. one. I'm not too hungry, and I, I would want to get back to the hotel. All right, we'll do that. Okay. That's just stupid. Hold on a second. All right. Where, super simple question. Not, you go first. Not really relational. Not relational. Okay. Just interesting. Go ahead. Where would you like to travel? Where would I like to travel? Yes. Hmm. Let's say top, top five places five. you want to go. Top five places I want to go. Fuck, I can barely do two. Because there can't be one. Sure. I can barely do two? Yeah. Really Seriously? Like, yeah. I've, I'm okay. Wow. I could probably list off five. Yeah. Easy. Okay, go ahead. Um, Broadway in Nashville and actually like go to Broadway. and like Yes. New York that. City Broadway? No, no, no Nashville. in Nashville. Oh, Broadway Street. Broadway yeah. in okay, Nashville sorry. for the um, music scene. Mm-hmm. Banffed National Park. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. God, man, that's great. Um, shit, maybe I can't list off five. I'm thinking. Um, anywhere in Europe, anywhere out of the country. I was gonna say Europe-ish. Just in Europe? general, Europe-ish. <sighs> France, probably. Okay. Um. Hmm. Where else? Because I got two more to go. <laughs> That's all right. No pressure um, if you can't. New York City. Never been. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Never been yeah. to New York City. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um. And then, <clears throat> yeah, I guess Austin. Yeah. Well, you'll be there, be, week, be there next so week, so you'll be able to check really cool. that box. Yeah. yeah. It won't be enough time. I don't know time. if I'll count that, though, as yeah, like actually you'll business. Be no, I know. I've been to Nashville for baseball before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to... Yep. How didn't get you, a chance Jeff? to go to New York with the team last yeah. year. Yeah. 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 Where would I go? Yeah. I, I really just have two places. Where? So um, I really want to go to the Alps, like Lucerne and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's, mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. And I really want to go to Asia. So some Asian place. Just China, anywhere? Japan. Let's, yeah, I've never been. Let's you, not go to China. Well, no, I know that. But you <laughs> you lived in the Middle East. Let's you, not. You, you, Middle East. You lived in the Far East for a stretch, and where, I've never been. Where did you live in the Far East? She was in Japan. 
Yes, I really? was in Tokyo and Hong Kong. Yeah. It was her first job when she was yeah. a kid, 17. Really? Yeah. I was 19. Well, I, I had started working at 17, but I was uh, went to Tokyo at 19. Yeah. So I've always wanted to go. my first time to, on a plane. Like, wow. to, like to um, South Korea. Where are some other places that we talked about? Uh, Philippines. Oh, yeah. Like I've, I've always wanted. I've just heard so many tremendous Thailand, things. Thailand. The Philippines. I know so many people that have gone there that I, I'm not interested in South America yep. as much and those kinds of things right now. So it'd be third, maybe. Or Africa, you know, the middle. Like yeah. That might be third, but um, I just, I, I, go ahead, sorry. I would go back to Scandinavia. I loved it up there. I've been to Stockholm a few times, so okay. I'd probably go to Norway, Amsterdam. Okay. Um, and um, Wyoming. Never been to Wyoming. God, you mentioned a national park. I really have not been to. There's never been to any of them. Yellow, I haven't been to Yellowstone or Banff. Cool. Or I've been to. Um, uh, um, well, isn't, oh isn't Banff in Canada or no? It's in Canada, but it's up north. Uh, it's on the border. Yeah. I've been British to the Grand Columbia, Canyon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. Canyon's cool. Yep. All right. All right. Let's Thank call you, brother. It. We're going to call. Thank it. you, Ben. So we got to look at the camera and do one thing. We end with every episode by saying peace. 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 Thanks. Word. Jack and Kathy shit show <laughs> outro take 652. You laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You just listened to another episode of the Jack and Kathy Shit Show. Our senior producers are me. Hey, and me. This episode was produced, engineered, and mixed by... The amazing Key Honar. Email your questions, comments, or interesting relationship stories to jackandkathyshitshow at gmail.com. That is Kathy with a C. Be sure to follow and like our marvelous shit show on Instagram and TikTok at Jack and Kathy Shit Show. Apparently, liking and following is a thing. It is? Yeah. This episode was produced by Pint Productions 2022. Point! Point.